Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM Sports Update. While ACGC waits to get into action in the state tournament tonight, the Chargers look back at a very successful Saturday at the district tournament. Charger head coach Lane Rummelhart was more than happy to see the roller coaster of a day end up in a fun ride down to state with six wrestlers going out of districts into the tournament in Des Moines. Yeah, um, that whole day was a roller coaster like districts normally are. Uh, we started off today super hot. We went, uh, you know, counting the guys who had some first round buys. We went 12 for 14, real close to going 13 for 14. Could have asked for a much better start. Um, you know, putting six through to the finals, we thought, you know, best case scenario is obviously six for six. We thought we could. We only went two for six. So um, we didn't uh, we didn't love that final round, but a couple guys got it done on the on uh, car got it done, you know, on the wrestle off and Charlie just missed it there right at the end. But um, overall, the guys found a way to get gritty wins in the end. And that's, uh, that's all we can ask of them. So we got six moving on. These six state qualifiers are Tegan Slabot at 120, Gavin Sloss at 126, Ryder Klein at 144, Michael Fuller at 190, Carter Richter at 215, and Peyton Jacoby at 285. While making it to Des Moines is an achievement in itself, this isn't the end game for the Chargers. Well, the first message is uh, the job's not done. I don't want any of our guys thinking it's you know it's just good enough that they're there. All of these guys deserve to win some matches down there. They're all capable of doing so. So that's the first thing we try to ingrain in them. And the guys who are making their first trip, all about embracing it, enjoying it. That's why we work so hard so we can get there, but also making the most of it. And like I said, just going out there, finding ways to put matches together and win the, you know, win it in the third period. While the Chargers aren't focused on what is ahead this week, Coach Romahar even admits that he is giddy about what to expect from those who didn't make it to the state tournament. Tade Fever, Charlie Christensen, and Jackson Frayne may not be heading to Des Moines to compete, but they battled all season long, especially given the circumstances on the mats. Sure. I mean, I'm super proud of guys like uh, Tate Fever um, at 138 and Charlie Christensen 132. I mean, both those guys are wrestling. Tate's probably wrestling two or three weight classes above where he should be, and Charlie's at least one probably. And those guys I know are, are really hungry. They fell a little short this year. Jackson Frank, same thing, you know, fell a little short in a really uh, deep 165-pound weight class. I could have went to any of the five and only two go on. And, you know, as a coach, I'm focused on this week, but it's hard not to focus on next year a little bit, too, after a, after a solid performance like that. As a whole, Coach Rumblehart is excited for his kids at the state tournament and a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Honestly, what goes through my head is I'm just super grateful and fortunate for the great group of kids I have. You know, they give me great effort all year long. Um, we're going to go out go down there, have a ton of fun, helping them try and put wins together. Um, without them showing up every day, putting the effort in, I don't get to go down there. The rest of our coaches don't get to go down there and experience the well. That that really is a once-in-a-lifetime experience for some people like it was for me. So um, I'm just super grateful to be in that position I am and be the leader of our program. ACGC has just a few moments until the state wrestling tournament for Class 1A is underway as it starts at 6 p.m. Followed by tomorrow's consolations, also at 6 o'clock. You can catch all the updates right here on 96.5 KSLM as Austin West will be on the call. And moving from high school wrestling to high school basketball, Xyra EHK just continues to see success as they finish in the second round in the Rolling Valley Conference, right behind Woodbine, issuing the Tigers their only two losses of the regular season. Head coach Tony Sanistaven is proud of his boys on their accomplishments this season and knows that he couldn't have done it without their drive and passion for the game. All the credit goes to the to the guys. Um, they've been working their butt off. 
um, really been locking in during practice and really focusing on what our goal is at hand. We just got to keep doing the little things better and better, especially coming down tournament time and games are just going to get harder from here on out and Riverside coming up on Thursday. They're going to be, they're going to be tough as nails. So um, again, just doing the little things and just making sure we're locked in mentally. This Xyra EHK team works as one unit rather than having a star player. The Spartans feature four players averaging double digits this season, including leading scorer Cash Amgarten with 18 points and 6.1 rebounds per game. Aiden Flathers has continued to lead the charge at guard with 13.4 points, 3.4 assists, and 5 rebounds per game. Both Josh Nelson and Jackson Radcliffe are averaging over 10 points and 6 rebounds or more this season. I mean, they just genuinely enjoy coming to practice and playing basketball the right way, sharing the basketball, doing the little things. It doesn't matter if one guy scores 20 this night um, and then 10 the next or vice versa. At the end of the day, it's all about the team and what the team scores and what the team gives up. So just trying to help them realize that, again, um, basketball is a team sport and it's it's a lot more fun when you get people involved and play basketball the right way. While the offense continues to roll in the right direction, the defense continues to be the main catalyst for the Spartans. Coach Santa Saban says that this defensive mentality comes from the success of the past. Me and Coach Humberg, that's something that, not to open up the yearbook, but back in our day, we love the defensive side of things, and that's kind of where uh, we've been preaching to our guys this whole year is defense is what leads the whole thing. Defense leads into offense. Defense leads into more tips, more just making the team frustrated, um, getting them off balance. So, uh, defensively is where we're at. Offensively, we can do some things, but some night it might not be there, but defense has to be there every night. Um, that's just one thing that we've been preaching to them um, throughout the whole year. Looking into their next game, the Spartans will be taking on the Riverside Bulldogs in regional semifinal action. Riverside is led this season by senior Grady Jepson, who is averaging 25.7 points, 7.4 rebounds, and two steals per game this season, leading in all categories. If Jepson is hot on the night, he and the Bulldogs are hard to stop on the hardwood. Grady's just, um, honestly, as a, a basketball fan, it's just kind of fun to watch him um, do what he does as far as film and stuff. Um, we did play him once during the summer at a shootout, but um, honestly, that feels like a, a long, long time ago compared to right now. But we, we've seen him before. Um, I've seen multiple games um, just to get a better idea of kind of how he plays and what the other guys bring to the table as well. Grady is a, a heck of a player, um, but they also have some other other guys that know their roles and know how to play it pretty well. Exactly. EHK hosts Riverside on Thursday, February 15th for regional semifinal action. The game will tip off at 7 p.m. and will air on KS 95.7 with a 6.40 p.m. pregame show as myself, Zach Collins, will be on the call. And in collegiate news, the national phenom Caitlin Clark has been named to the Naismith National Player of the Year midseason team. She previously won the Naismith Award in the 2022-23 season. She continues to dominate on the hardwood. She's just eight points away from breaking the NCAA all-time scoring record. She has a chance to break it tomorrow in the game against Michigan. She is also just the sixth women's college basketball player to record 1,000 assists in her career and the only player in the country with 750-plus points, 175-plus assists, and 150-plus rebounds this season. And speaking of lists, both Nebraska's Jazz Shelly and Natalie Potts were named to Big Ten Weekly Honors for their performances last week. Jazz Shelley was named as the Big Ten Player of the Week, while Natalie Potts was named as the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. 
Shelly averaged 16 and a half points, four and a half rebounds, and four and a half assists last week in the games against Michigan and Iowa. Shelly was a key factor in the Huskers' win over Iowa as she knocked down 23 points, hauled in three rebounds, and dished out five assists, and had 14 fourth quarter points. On the other side, Natalie Potts, the Big Ten freshman of the week, currently leads Big Ten freshman in scoring with 10.6 points per game and rebounds of 5.5 rebounds per game and is shooting over 50% from the field. The Huskers will jump back onto the hardwood today when they take on Ohio State at 6 p.m. And speaking of games taking place here tonight, the number 7 Kansas State Wildcats will be taking on the Iowa State Cyclones in women's basketball action at 7.30 p.m. And in men's basketball action, the Iowa Hawkeyes will battle the Maryland Terrapins also tonight, but at 7.30 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.